his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of The State of California. Well, Governor Newsom and his Florida counterpart, Ron DeSantis, continue to wage remote verbal warfare, clashing over countless social issues from schools to COVID mandates to abortion access. Former President Trump continues to insist the 2020 election was stolen from him, while Republicans in Congress argue over whether the attack on the Capitol two years ago was a peaceful exercise in democracy or a violent insurrection. Politicians have been talking about changing the tone in Washington and the nation at large for at least 30 years, ever since the atmosphere became even more politically charged. But the polarization seems worse every year. What is going on and is it here to stay? Well, for more, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Fred Cook, a longtime public relations executive who's a professor at USC and director there of the USC Center for Public Relations at the Annenberg School for Communication and Journalism. He also oversees the Quarterly Polarization Index. Thank you so much for being with us. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. So I think many of us feel like the country is more polarized than ever. Uh, Is it? It hasn't gotten any better. We started uh, measuring polarization three years ago when the administration changed just to see if uh, Biden would be able to bring the country together. And the overall levels of polarization are just as high now as they were when he took office. You know, when we hear politicians say they're going to Washington to change the tone, and remember that was a big part of George W. Bush's campaign back in 2000, just for starters, are, are they just paying lip service to this idea? I mean, does anybody really mean it? I think what has happened is um, media and politicians have both figured out that polarization is a strategy. It's not just a problem. It's a strategy that they can use to uh, get viewers, raise money, get votes. It's all part of a political strategy. And I think that's why it's not going away anytime soon. All right. So it's in the interest of these politicians to stir up their base and attract more donors. And I suppose, you know, the TV networks and newspapers, too, uh, by harping on the most divisive issues. Uh, But at what point does anybody say, you know, we need to come together and stop this? Or am I being too ingenuous here? Well, I think what we're seeing happening is uh, that business is getting involved in this equation and this conversation. And they have a little bit more of a rational voice often than the politicians do. And so I think we might see some... uh, help from that center because businesses are are more trusted these days than politicians. So that could help. But I'm not sure that after three years of studying this, the only thing, the the silver lining, I guess, is that the, the issues that contribute to polarization, they do change. Uh, It's just the overall polarization stays the same, but we see issues like global warming and, uh, and affordable health care are not as polarizing as they used to be. People have calmed down on those topics. Unfortunately, they've been replaced by other topics like Roe versus Wade and Don't Say Gay and the January 6th rebellion. Those things have become more polarized while things like minimum wage have become less polarized. 
That's interesting. Yeah, Ron DeSantis is building his whole campaign around defeating wokeism, critical race theory, parental rights in schools, things like that, yeah. while, while Governor Newsom is focusing on abortion rights and tolerance, and as you say, the Don't Say Gay bill. Um, that's interesting, though, because abortion, for example, I mean, it's not a polarizing... I mean, polls consistently show two-thirds of the country, or maybe even more, support Roe v. Wade and abortion rights. So how does that become so polarizing? Well, I think that that's a, 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 the whole population. When you Those figures represent the whole population. But what you see is during the elections that the Democrats raise this as an issue to go after uh, the Republicans that, that voted for it. So it becomes a polarizing issue on, on that level. And, and immigration was a great example. Um, that is one that is, always drives the right. It's the number one issue for the right. And it wasn't being talked about much in the midterms until DeSantis <clears throat> took a plane load of immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. And that was strictly t- designed to get immigration back in the news to rile up his base and then drive support for, for him in the election. So that's the, that's the way this is being used. And unfortunately, as long as people are taking advantage of polarization, they're going to continue to do it. How do you measure the polarization index? Is it based on what voters are feeling or what the politicians are, are hammering away now, at or what? It's a unique uh, way to do it. We do it from a media point of view. We look at 450 media outlets across the political spectrum and some more reliable than others. And we look at stories that are written about specific issues and how often they're shared on social media. And the, the stories that are uh, the most unreliable and the most shared on social media drive the polarization. So it's all about the echo chambers that are created by the left and the right to rile up their base and get their support. It's fascinating. Uh, you know, we mentioned abortion, which was a huge driver in turnout last November, and that helped Democrats do better than expected. Is it too, see- too soon to say um, which of these highly polarizing issues, immigration, abortion, whatever, uh, is going to be dominant in the 2024 elections? Well, some of them change fairly rapidly. Uh, but I would say that immigration is one that's going to be with us for a long time. Gun control is also another issue that uh, seems to have a long life. Police reform uh, wasn't an issue until recently. Now that is back in the news as a very polarizing issue. But I, So some of them will change, but I think that both parties know exactly what their base is excited about, and they're going to go back to those uh, as the old reliable issues that can get them the votes. You mentioned that people have come together on certain issues that used to be controversial. Um, is there hope that that happens on a wider scale? I mean, there are people all around the country that work to bring people together to help red and blue see the other's point of view, maybe make some purple in the middle. Are they fighting a losing battle, or is there hope no, that at some point this settles down? I, th- I think that despite the government being in a polarized gridlock and some of the national media being in the same place, that the people's perceptions of these issues change. In the beginning, we measured the legalization of marijuana which used to be a very polarizing topic, but we dropped it from our research because people just don't care about it anymore. There's a handful that do, but most people have gotten over that. And so the the society does evolve in their values over time, even if the government and the media don't uh, don't lead them in that direction. Fascinating. Well, thanks for being with us. Fred Cook, director of the USC Center for Public Relations at the Annenberg School. Thank you for your time. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? ...a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.